0: Your band sounds great, but how does it look? No one knows if you're in the dark. Light up your gigs with Chauvet DJ. Chauvet DJ is the brand of affordable and easy-to-use entertainment lighting that can help your band rise above the competition with great-looking and dynamic visual stage looks. From pack-and-go lighting systems that set up and tear down in seconds to Bluetooth-enabled lighting, with the touch of a button or step on a foot pedal, Chauvet DJ has your gig lighting covered. You rock the gig. Chauvet DJ will make sure the crowd sees you do it. Rock in the spotlight with Chauvet DJ. Learn more at ChauvetDJ.com. That's C H A U V E T jcom
1: And that's why you always leave a note. What's up, everybody? <laughs> This is the Cover Band Confidential podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam Johnson, and here in Greensboro,
0: a man with one arm, Dan Ray,
1: just seemed like the right thing to say. It's good. It's good. I can't remember that character's name, but I loved him. For those of you who are not in the know, that's a uh, that's an Arrested Development reference. A fine one. Yeah, I um Tony Hale was on uh, Mark Maron's uh, podcast this past week. Um, interesting guy. Had a it was a really neat uh, interview, mm. and just kind of popped in my head. There you go. Yep. So how's it going? It is going pretty well. It's going pretty
0: well. I'm I'm headed toward a threefer this weekend. Oof. Yeah, I got the trivia on Friday, and then a full band gig on Saturday, and then the duo on Sunday. Nice. So it'll be a it'll be yeah, here's what it's going to be is the the cash that'll put me over the top of either a used Fender Acoustasonic Tele. Ooh. Or a Taylor T five, okay. Um, I've been saving my I, ducats, and I think I'm ready to go on that. And I know you are a fan of the T five.
1: Yes, um, I've had a, a T five custom for. Um, it's. I mean, basically, right after they came out, um, it was a. It was an interesting situation. Um, a guy that I was. I was teaching guitar lessons for him and his son and i had a gig where i needed a second acoustic um, for a particular song and i asked if i could borrow his T5 um, and i did and gave it back to him the next you know week and then he was like how, wh- how what would you think about it i was like oh hey it was great it was you know i really liked the way it plays thank you so much for for you know for get, let me do that and then uh, i came over to his house the next week and there was a case sitting on the floor and he goes open it and uh, there it was there was a black T five custom and he goes, Merry Christmas. And that was that. <laughs> wow. So uh it is still the nicest guitar I own. And uh probably it may it may go down in history. Yeah. Because um, yeah, those things are not cheap. They're and, cheaper uh, than
0: Telly and or the yeah, the the Fender. Um although I there is I think that there are hints that the Fender street price is about to come down.
1: Yeah, I mean that's probably they're still trying to adjust some stuff. It, it It's interesting. I feel like Fender has really kind of taken an interesting turn because it looks like, um, when they swapped out, um, CEOs at Gibson, that like Fender kind of started taking some, some big swings too.
0: Yeah. Well, their new line of, um, what's it's, I can't even remember its name, but, um,
1: like the elite series.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's clever because from the front, it's got all that same stuff that they would be totally dragged over the coals if they changed. But yep. then the backside is cut new for convenience and the heel mm-hmm. is narrowed and it's the playability of it's just way, way higher. It looks like I haven't yeah. touched one, but, um, but they've done it without sacrificing the thing that guitarists freak out about, which is yeah. like the classic da 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 of whatever they are.
1: So, Can I have, I have a gripe about that though. Yeah. So their tagline though is you'll never play a Fender the same way again. And I'm like, we're still going to use our hands, right? I mean. <laughs> it's, just, it's not just going to be teeth. It's just, you'll never play them the same way. But I mean, yes, yes, you will. You will play them the exact same way. Yeah. With your fingers and uh, your hands. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. 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 that's been, I, it's been driving me nuts because yeah. it's, it's the people going, it's five o'clock somewhere. No, it isn't. It's happy hour somewhere. It is not five o'clock somewhere unless it's a zero o'clock wherever you are.
0: <laughs> Your pedantry is one of the things I love about you. It just come on. No, I'm with you. 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 Speaking of pedantry, do you have a right? Do you have a a right? A, a right capo? Do you have a, a capo that's the right
1: one to use? No. Y- <laughs> We man we've been this has been a very capo heavy season. Well, I
0: happen to be holding the three capos that I bought to to make sure that I always have one in every case of everything. Mm-hmm. Um and I now have a I didn't have a right capo before these showed up and now I really do.
1: Okay. The company so is, what is it? The
0: company is Shub, S H U And they make a mean capo and it's a it's very well built and it's I'm not being paid to say this, but uh it's but I would be if they wanted to sponsor something in particular. Um point is, it's a very good capo, and I'm really impressed with it.
1: Now, Shep's like old school, though, right? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. It's metal, clampy- They're like OG. Thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. Totally. But I mean, I put it on my guitar, and it didn't mess up the intonation.
1: Yeah. Like at all. I've got a, I've got like a Planet Waves one that I really like that's kind of got more of like a back, like the pressure's coming from the middle of the neck than from the side. Mm. Um, I couldn't tell you what the model was. Um, and I know a lot of people like the G7 capos. Those are kind of, those are pretty popular yeah. in- in lots of circles, but yeah. the Shub's like OG.
0: It is. It is. It is. I feel yeah. like, I feel like it's like uh, the one that
1: like Keith Richards uses.
0: Totally. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's just, it's very, I'm really impressed with
1: it. Good. Yeah. So, Shub. Man, spending some big money on some, some good kit. 16 bucks That's a capo. Exciting. I bought three of them. I was talking about the guitar, but yeah. Sure. Oh. oh, yes. Well, yes. I mean, um,
0: you know, I'm doing a lot of acoustic and, um, I just wish it was a little less bulky on me. I'd like something a little more slimline and uh and and flexible.
1: Yeah, something maybe something a little easier to play wouldn't hurt, especially when you're putting the hours in. Easier to play and and
0: then, you know, I imagine myself I have never done it, but I imagine myself doing looping with a guitar that's flexible enough to give me some electric tones over some looped mm. acoustic and I have a vision of all of that and and I don't have quite the the axe for it, so.
1: Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I do some looping. I, I never, I think I just, I was doing other th- things when looping kind of took off and I, I probably like, and actually I, I, that's part of what I want to want to talk about. I, in a, so last week I, I did, I was, I had a three fur. I did a, an acoustic solo thing on a Wednesday and mm-hmm. then I did a show on Saturday and then uh, church on Sunday. And each one of them had very unique challenges. Um, the, and, and, some people probably saw this in the Facebook group. I had posted how many of you actually enjoy acoustic gigs. And um, it ended up being that there were the majority of people enjoyed playing them, but it was not, it was like generously. It was 60, 40. So, um, and, and, and that's kind of what happened with me is that I, I basically played to an indifferent empty room. And um, <laughs> I think the, the management wasn't pleased with that. But I mean, it's a hotel lobby. Like I don't have any control over the crowd or whatever.
0: But what's your draw for a hotel lobby?
1: Well, I don't have one because yeah, you will not be back, sir. So I, yeah. And, and it was one of those things where the person basically was like, show up here, do what you do. They'll love it. And so I did. And they didn't, (laughs) you know? And, Uh. and it was one of those things where it was like, Oh, you know, we'll figure this out. I was like, I don't know if I want to figure this out. Like a lot of times when you get these last minute gigs, you're doing it to fill in for somebody who, you know, a better situation came along. And so it's not going to be great. And you don't necessarily have the rapport or be, you know, you haven't gauged the room. So, you know, I did the things that I normally do and it just didn't land. And it was frustrating and kind of like just soul sucking like it is to play to nobody, and um, I just don't know if I'm really gonna prioritize that anymore. Sure, because I sure. don't really need to. Sure, you know I the, uh, we've referred to the to it as wallpaper. Yeah. Um, but this is like wallpaper, like annoying wallpaper. Like it was like people actively didn't want music.
0: Oh, like you, you, you're irritating them to be there.
1: Right. And it, uh, like, I wasn't being loud or or obnoxious or anything. It was just kind of like, you could tell that, like, they would just rather not have that for some reason. Anyway, it was, um, it was particularly depressing. And, um, I I don't think I will take as many of those, um, in the future. That is because I don't need to, I will
0: say, you know, a wallpaper gig in a brewery or whatever. I, I do a lot of them. Um, First of all, I don't tolerate it being wallpaper the whole night. I will reach out and grab the attention a couple of times and do a thing. Um, yeah. But it, I have found there's a lot of freedom in wallpaper. You know, people, people. if you're just pleasant background, you can go into some of those deep cuts. Um, you can noodle on some stuff. You can, you can loop something for 12 minutes. Um, right. Uh, but, you know, if if you're playing and people are literally giving you the stink eye, <laughs> that's not great.
1: Yeah, it was – I don't mind playing where, like, live music is, like, a part of the deal. Like, you're at a bar and there's music. It just – yeah, it wasn't that. It was, like, basically playing in the entryway of a restaurant Mm. that – anyway, yeah. Um, So that sucked, and I didn't like it. And they're like, we probably won't ask you back. And I'm like, that's great. I don't want to come back. (laughs) that
0: coincides with my plans perfectly. yeah.
1: There are a couple of places that I like playing and I will do acoustic sets for, um, but that's not one of them. Yeah. And it's not anybody's fault, but apparently mine, and that's fine. It's, It's like, I could put the work into getting better at doing a gig like that, but I don't want that kind of gig. It's like spending time and effort to get good at a thing that like you hate. Well, and what would better at
0: that gig look like?
1: exact well it's it's just different song selection and trying to find you know ways to blend and i i i apparently don't do that very well be further in the background yep so um have, have that was fun. that have less fun engaging yes indeed <laughs> and then on um saturday we had the um the gig that w- i was kind of insinuating that the client was being difficult about with mm-hmm. the song selection um this was kind of a complicated situation and it it really I think there was some, there was, there was definitely a lot of miscommunication and some of that boiled down to the advance work that happened around it. And, um, I won't get into the details of that in particular, but we, I had to have kind of a, some, some tough conversations with, um, our, our team about how we advance things and how we need to take, you know, take certain precautions and care with the people we're working for. Um, because by the time when we got there, like there was no friction and the client was thrilled and all of that stuff that we thought was going to happen didn't. And the show went great and the client was thrilled and was super happy and they took very great care of us. And, you know, it it just turned out to be a whole lot of nothing. Um, and we got ourselves kind of wrapped around the axle, um, about details that assumptions were made and think and just communication wasn't great. Mm. So, um, and I want to circle back to that. Um, once we get into the meat of the, uh, the conversation and then, um, Sunday was Sunday and (laughs) we, um, again, this was just not my week. Apparently. Um, we just had a lot of, we, with the church thing, you do two services. There's one at nine and one at 11 and, um, rehearsal went great everything was dialed in and then the 9am service everything that could have gone wrong went wrong <laughs> so um the 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 drummer fired the wrong song for the second song he fired the third song mm. and then the third song had a bunch of these really weird kind of like gospel chord changes and we chose to kind of lean into the suspended component of that and um like like as soon as we did it the first time like th- the the stink face of everybody in the room because we were laying into that like that really that flat <laughs> that flat 5 um <laughs> did not did not land very well so um and uh, the the singer was having some trouble it just none of it went right so we actually in our downtime re completely like went through the set like a fourth time before we actually went into the next service and ironed out all the kinks. but um Yeah, I mean, it, it ended fine, but it was just, like, <laughs> it was just like one thing after the other. Uh, but then that's it. So um, That's good. I remembered get, one other thing I did this last weekend.
0: Oh, okay. So I was in San Francisco this last weekend at the National uh, Association of Realtors as I think I shared last week. Yep. And my company threw a party on Saturday night and there was a jazz combo playing and they were uh, they were good. They were good. They were good, you know, playing out of the real book and doing the all the stuff I haven't done since high school. Um, somebody ratted me out as a singer. I, You know, I played uh, a solo acoustic show for the same, essentially, same group of people back yeah. in June. And uh, somebody ratted me out to the band. And the singer uh, girl came and pulled me up to sing with her. And um, thankfully... <laughs> I did jazz back in high school and college. So when she said, we're doing Lullaby of Birdland, I was mm-hmm. like, that's one of my favorites actually. And I kind of nailed it. And um, and it was fun. It was great. I have a picture of me with a, in a like a suit <laughs> singing along with a very cool looking, very hip looking jazz band. Nice. Uh, so yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. I got at some point in this party, I got kind of peopled out and I realized, oh no, those are my people. And I went and hung out with the band and, Bopped along with them and made some requests, and so
1: yeah, it was a good time. Very cool. Yeah. Well, good. All's well that ends well.
0: Indeed. All
1: right. So, do you want to do my thing or yours? Let's start with your thing, and I feel like yeah, we'll start with your thing, and we'll we'll get back into it. All right. And my thing. Yeah.
0: So, um, this week, um, news news broke of the opening of two new breweries, one that had had just opened and one that was about to. And um, I have, at the time, uh, there have been times in the past when I've had opportunities come up like that to be in communication, introduce myself, and I've kind of let them drift by. Um, But this time I was like, how, how, you know, let me just, I don't know any of these people, but... I do know people in the brewing community in town who could probably get me in touch, but, you know, there's surely there's a way. And so I dropped email to both of them, to both um, South End Brewing and Odin Brewing here in Greensboro. And I haven't heard back from South End, but I did hear back from the guy at Odin Brewing, which um, I ended up going in to meet him yesterday in this bar that's not open yet. It opens next week. Um, And it turns out I was, as of yesterday, the only musician who'd reached out to him. And, uh, I walked around his space and told him what I thought in terms of performance areas. And we kind of staked out what would be stage. And he had some plans that were okay. He wants to pipe music through his house system, including like out on the patio and up in the restrooms and stuff. And that's all fine. But, you know, we just need to work out how to, how to do that alongside a PA that's sitting, you know, near, near me or maybe experiment with it. Maybe, maybe my own speaker isn't necessary. I don't know. Um, so we made three dates, uh, between January and well, December and January. And then I offered to send him some known quality players in the area, which I have now done. And four of my buddies have now emailed him. Um, and I warned him like, man, the minutes out, the minute the word is out <laughs> that you are booking music here, you will do nothing else. <laughs> that's all that's yeah. going to happen in your whole life. So you're going to be completely buried in request to play here. Um, And he doesn't know how that's going to work, the economics of it. And um, fortunately, his family owns the building, so he doesn't have, like, rent to make. Um, He does have a a loan that he took out to start the business with, and he's got to service that. But it's not. He can come out of the gates a little slow and experiment with some stuff, which is great. Um, Anyway, so the point is, you know, jump on those opportunities when you see them first of all, recognize opportunities, right? A new brewery opening yeah. is an opportunity. You have no idea whether they're planning to do music or what, but if you can get an email to somebody and, and literally at, at Odin, I, um, the only, I couldn't find an email address. I filled in the contact form on their website. Yeah. Cause like, Hey, totally. how am I going to get in touch? And, and he emailed me back the next day. So it's very cool. It's very cool. It's a, uh, um, you know, it's, it positions me with a new relationship where I can be a partner and be a guide, you know, kind of a Sherpa into the world of it. Um, he's, yeah. he's, he's not the first bar owner I've done that with. And, um, and it really, it does good things for your brand when you're able to both take some dates, you know, book, book some work, but then also provide value in terms of connections. Um, Absolutely, because that's how networking works. You know, networking is about what what you how you can connect other people up to produce value together. Um, yeah, it's really not about. Um, or it, you want to come at it from the attitude that it's not about what you can get. You just sort of trust that the world will turn around and network you back when, you know, something's available. Yeah, which and it reliably it has seemed to for me. So
1: yeah. And I mean from a you know from a from a business angle you you could also position yourself if it does go well to be the person that you know maintains that entertainment at that venue and then you you know you can start your own little acoustic mafia Totally. Be and there was um there was a <laughs> Yeah. There was a uh, there was a place um that just opened that I was going to do that for um and then kind of chickened out because I was like, I don't really think I have the network to do that right this second. Um, and I don't know if anybody else has reached out to him at this point, but um, it was something that I was considering. And Oh, the um, network will find you. You don't need to worry yeah. about that. I, when yeah, I was describing for
0: it. the place in Greensboro here, I mean, mm-hmm. word got out, I, I hit a couple of people, and then my email
1: exploded. Yeah, totally. And, um, you know, talking about finding opportunities and things like that, you know, a, a lot of times people be like, oh, I don't want to tell you my secrets whatever. It there's my my buddy Gary Vaynerchuk who's like I, I I'll tell you exactly what I'm doing because I know most of you won't do it, right. um, and it's true because you know a lot of this stuff just takes a lot of time and effort. Yep. Um, but what we we what I have decided to do is um I have found I found a website um that showed every upcoming trade show and event like convention and stuff that's blowing through Atlanta next year. And I have compiled a spreadsheet, and I am systematically emailing every single one of them to provide uh, the agency's service for entertainment. That's awesome. The total list is a little over 400, and um, I'm in it. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm slowly working my way through. Um, you know, it could be a complete waste of my time. But I really don't think it is because it's the same kind of thing when you you've got to think about things from it, you know, because most of us are are winding down our year and we're looking we're looking at, you know, next year. And that's kind of a micro approach to it, even though you're, you know, you're looking into the next calendar year. But in that particular instance, if I send an email out to every single one of those events, then I have exposed my business to four hundred people. So that even if I don't, I, I get a no or I get no response, it still lays a base of awareness. Sure, in the market. Sure,
0: and and I would say, uh, provided what you're sending is quality, um, four hundred is enough to start winning the numbers game. Sure, you know, out of those four hundred emails, you'll get two, three, four gigs. I bet. Yeah, I bet.
1: Yeah, and even if it was. Those and those, you know, typically it it's interesting. We got an email um from a listener today who's also named Adam, and he was kind of like explaining their situation and their situation is very similar to ours. They basically put a website up and um their their business is almost completely self generating and their earning potential, their earning range is, is kind of where members only is at this point. Um so you can do that. You can you know, with if you've got a good product and, and your materials are good, over time you can just basically create a machine that just generates business. Yep. And it may not be, you know, super it may not be super regular, but it 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 will more than likely even out and consistently grow year over year. Um and that's you know, that's kind of where we've been the last couple of years. Um and i'm just looking to see what growth would look like what kind of effort it would take to to kind of level up and whether that is a you know in in my situation whether that's a value add or not because you know i don't know if i want to be busier but i don't not want to be busier you know what i mean <laughs> totally it's like a dual edged sword you know totally
0: totally you know so i think two two things are kind of coming out of what we've just said one is that you need to jump on opportunities when they present themselves. And the other is you can actually create your own opportunities. Yeah. Make your own for sure. And both of those are really important to growth and to, um, you know, development as a professional. I think, I think that's, you know, you kind of need to have both of them happening.
1: Yes. And, you know, the, the people who listen to this are the kind of people who will, you know, do the, the busy work of compiling the list and, and and making those kinds of um, reaching out and, and and start those relationships and open those, those lines of communication Um, because most people don't listen to, (laughs) to us obviously based on the numbers, just throwing it out there. So you were in the minority and you were the smart people. You were the, uh, you're the ones who kind of see the big picture. So also you're good um, and
0: you're, you're fine and sexy.
1: Yes, all of those things as well. Brave, um, and and that's why, like, I don't mind. Charming, you know. Jeez, man, laying it on. <laughs> well, but it's true. I mean, the the people who listen to Delightful. us. I mean, even you know this guy Adam Martin who reached out to us basically laid his, um, you know, laid his situation out, and he's he's one of us, <laughs> and he he found he found the podcast about a month or so ago and he's like, he's like, I'm 40 deep into this thing. And I'm, you know, I'm really liking, uh, what I'm hearing. And, you know, he had a couple of questions that, I, you know, I'll respond back by email, but, um, just really, you know, you guys can, you guys can do this kind of stuff. It's just a matter of, of putting the work in. We've, we have an episode called putting in the work. We do. It's all there.
0: Well, and it's so, every episode. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it might be, you know, a fundamental concept to what we're talking about.
1: Yeah. Well, in, in talking about putting the work in, you know, where we are right now, we're, we're halfway into November. Um, we are, you know, less than 50 days before the end of this decade. Um, so most of us are kind of winding down our years and thinking about next year. Like, um, we actually have a, um, we've got a client meeting tomorrow, um, about a 2020 date, uh, in January. And, you know, we're, we're already kind of booking stuff out for January of next year. Um, and already beyond that, we've got stuff in July and August already locked in. Um, but the other thing that we we really need to do is, um, I we're planning on getting the core guys together and um, doing kind of a post mortem on our year. It's good. So um, get the guys that are you know your your solid steady crew of guys or girls, you know, because we're doing that, and um, and really talk about the things that. Um, what worked for what worked for you what what were what did the numbers look like and if you're not keeping track of the numbers, you probably need to be keeping track of the numbers um, where where were the uh where were the, the uh the pain points in your process? what are the things that um were points of stress that could be eliminated uh, where are um personally like what are the parts what are the responsibilities of your of of your part of the thing that are driving you nuts that maybe you want to swap responsibilities with somebody else in the band? Um, just really take the opportunity, well, you know, if your season is slow and, you know, for a lot of people, you know, December isn't slow, it's, it's, you know, it can be a busy season, but try and take time when there is a lull to, to do that inventory, take stock in those things and try and adjust because, um, for, for a lot of us, you know, the, the new year rolls around and, and there, the, you know, you're back out of the gate. And you're, you're, you're in the trenches
0: again. Oh, you're galloping into spring and summer so fast. It's ridiculous.
1: 100%. Yeah. Um, you know, for some people, you know, January and February are really slow. You know, in our case, we were, you know, we're already practically booked out for the first two months. Um, so we need to do that time now. And we're also going to do like a social thing, you know, bring all the crew, all the subs and everybody into, um, to thank them for all their hard work, but for the guys that are in it and, and want to, you know, push the project forward, we're, we're going to, we're going to have those hard conversations. We're going to, you know, say challenging things. We're going to try and fix and improve the processes and procedures to make sure that the, you know, next year we don't feel the stress where we feel the stress now. It's really good. You know, we have a,
0: um, we're having bands giving. Yeah. <laughs> on Thanksgiving weekend eat eat some leftovers nice. and so we'll have that conversation in Tony's hot tub, I think. Sounds perfect. Nice.
1: Yeah. That won't that won't be weird. Uh it's not. Yeah, it, hey, it's what's well, funny, the that weekend of uh around Thanksgiving, I will be in North Carolina. Oh yeah? but I did the mapping and you will still be five hours away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Beach or mountains. We're now we're going to Asheville. Ah, uh, okay. Was that five hours. It's like well, it's it's far enough away that you're probably not going to come see me, and it's also like my anniversary. So, yeah. Well, Oh, that going. reminds me. No, oh, yeah, of course. I've I've been there many times. Yeah. Um, Amber picked up like two solo dates without me. Wow, cool. <laughs> for December, playing what? Um, so we we did uh, that live band karaoke event at the Georgia Theater in Athens for the Georgia Bar Association. Mm-hmm. And the guy who helped us get that gig is a friend of mine from high school. We, he, and actually he and I and Amber go way, way, way back. And, um, they're doing, they do this annual holiday event and they asked her and not me, which, you know, for, for some people might miff them, but in, in my case, I actually, I love oh, be uh, opportunities. Well, yeah. yeah, I, I, I like, I like be, being able to let her do her thing. Sure. Um, so she's got, uh, they've got a couple of rehearsals coming up, and she's like rehearsal. I'm like, yeah, you know, this is how, <laughs> this is how the other half lives. Um, I mean, you don't so, just turn uh, up and sing it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, that's what she's going to do at the rehearsal. But, right. uh, yeah, she she's got like two four hour sessions over the next you know month to get this, and and you know that's ninety percent not on her, but um, I'm just looking forward to getting to sit and. You know, watch a show for a change. <laughs> yeah. I don't get to do that very often. Yeah. So who's, actually, who's she playing with? It's it, so it's it's something around the Georgia Bar Association. It's it's a band of those guys huh. that they invited her to do. I know they're doing a couple things. She's doing um, "Underneath the Tree" by Kelly Clarkson, which is you know a pretty good one. Sure. And then she's doing "Reverse it, Baby," it's cold outside. Oh, all right. So the which man is, is doing it's
0: it's. it's I mean. <sighs> It's less problematic that
1: way, I suppose. I, I mean, I guess so. It's still kind of rapey, just, just backwards. So she's the one going, but baby, it's cold. It's. I've
0: I've heard that done. It's it's um,
1: somehow reversing it makes it
0: cute. I don't know.
1: Charming, maybe. But yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, I actually had I I bought some earplugs because I, <laughs> I I didn't really have any. Yeah. So. Um, got some of those for the, for the shows. Wow.
0: So you're, you're going to be a band wife for this one.
1: Big time. I'm going to be a big time groupie. It's going to be awesome. Nice, nice, nice.
0: Speaking of, I think that that hot tub conversation is it. I think for us, it needs to include the wives because, um, they are at every show. They have strong opinions. They are impacted (laughs) by our decisions, you know?
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that in this particular realm, the whole, like, partner spouse input thing can be kind of like dicey or I don't know. It's, it, there seems to be a stigma attached to that concept. Well, and
0: it's, it's, it's the Yoko phenomenon, obviously. And
1: sure. But I think, I don't know the longer I've, you know, I'm a, I've been an, an, an aware human being, um, and a married person, like you do need to have those conversations and you do. You Cause really the do thing have- that, You really do. It's all about like setting expectations and communicating and that kind of thing. And, um, yeah, you should do those things. (laughs) should. please do those things. Yeah. And I'm not saying that like there aren't annoying girlfriends and and wives that don't contribute or don't support that. I'm not saying that's not a thing, but if you want to, um, to make a, a real run for this kind of thing, you do need to make sure that, you know, everybody's on the same page.
0: Yeah. And that the home front is covered.
1: Well, and, and one of the things that we're actually, that's, that's kind of a part of that um, conversation with us is that we, Amber and I are, are going to start subbing ourselves out hmm. for things. Um, because one of the things that, you know, our, our drummer brought up is like, you guys don't always look like you want to be here. And he doesn't have kids. And I think the thing that is hard for people to kind of understand that when both of both of us are in a band together, like the logistics about dropping kids off and having childcare and getting home and relieving the sitter and having to pay a sitter and, you know, all of those kinds of things really kind of suck some of the fun out of being able to go and play shows sometimes. Totally. You know, it, it's, it's kind of like being on tour where like, you know, your entire life revolves around 30 or 45 minutes um of your day and the rest of it's just kind of like, all the other stuff, right? And it can kind of make it, it's. It, it can just kind of suck the fun out of things. Um, and the the actual the the necessity for this actually is is on me. I'm I'm going to be the first one to do it. Um, my son has a scout trip that I said that we were going to go on, come hell or high water. And we got a really good offer. We actually have two shows this that weekend, um, and I'm able to do one of them, but I'm going to sub myself out on the other one. I'm just going to let somebody else uh, take over. And and that's kind of like my challenge to my team is that um, I'm going to literally be inside of a cave, so (laughs) if things go wrong, I you cannot you cannot get in touch with me. So So you're going going to have to figure this out in a cave. Yes,
0: yes, I was.
1: Oh my goodness! Right this second, as we were talking, Ryan O'Leary, our friend from So Was Red, literally just emailed us about Capos. (laughs) I'm I'm not. I am not joking. Uh, Uh, That's right. Yeah, I will leave that uh, for next week, but that's just what timing. It's a good interruption. Let's talk about our friends. Hang on. It takes a lot of work to get people to a gig. When they do show up, make sure they can see you. Put your band in the spotlight with Chauvet DJ. Entertainment lighting that is affordable, reliable, easy to use, and set up and tear down. But most of all, Chauvet DJ is the brand of entertainment lighting that creates better audience experiences at your gigs by adding dynamic visual looks and moods to perfectly suit the music you're playing. Imagine dramatic color changes, dynamic strobes and chases, and even blackouts at the end of songs. All possible with just a step on a foot pedal or the touch of a button on a mobile device using Chauvet DJ's Bluetooth or DMX technology. Being in a cover band is a performing art that uses audio and visual production. So don't rock in the dark. Set your band apart from the competition with professional lighting you can load right into your car along with all your other gear. Small effort, big results. Don't just rock. Rock in the spotlight with Chauvet DJ. Learn more at ChauvetDJ.com. Okay, we're back. That yeah, man. What a journey. I'm saying. I'm saying get you some light. So yeah. Uh, talk, yeah, for sure. And then, so for us, I think we're going to start kind of maybe not doing like both people out, but like start swapping out every now and then. It's cool. Um, Cause we've got we've, I've got a couple of guys who I think can, can do the job and, and match the vibe. Um, we had a guy who subbed for us on a couple of dates that just really has a great vibe and is super, super talented. Um, and when he was like, I think I could do it. I was like, I, 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 I didn't hesitate. I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and, and put you down for that. And then, um, we'll, we'll have to do the same thing to kind of work in, um, someone for her. And I've got a, a really good candidate for that. And I think we're just going to try and start doing that just to get some, um, some bandwidth back in our life. Um, I think that's smart. and maybe just kind of swap. Yeah. I think that's Kind really of swap smart. some stuff out. Yeah. Good. And if you don't have subs for yourself and in, in your band, just, just do it. Um, replacing yourself is the, is the right way, is the right thing to do. Um, especially as a person who, um, has to find subs for people. Huh. It's, it can be really challenging. It would be really cool if you, um, did the legwork on your own to prep for somebody totally to do that job for you totally uh that would be great that's awesome your uh your your bandmates would love you yeah and your partners 100 percent.
0: yeah yep good
1: all right now you had a whole other thing
0: was that the whole other thing well
1: we i mean it kind of was it you know the main thing that we were talking about was just um kind of taking stock and and making adjustments and that kind of thing. Um, And that's really what, what really the situation that happened um, was that the, the advancement for the show that we had on Saturday um, just didn't, didn't happen. And it it was a myriad of factors, but the, the main thing was, is that um, somebody didn't, we do this, all of this stuff is, this is side work for us you know we all have full time jobs we all have stuff to do um and stuff that we have to do and um in a busy season some details got dropped and um ultimately the client was the one who suffered through the pre event process and it was kind of unnecessary um and i had i i inevitably had to intervene to kind of like smooth things over and get things taken care of um and we just had to kind of you know have a. We had to kind of come to terms with a couple of things and and reset expectations. Well, the term actor has come to Jesus. I mean, it wasn't even that. It, 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 there weren't any threats, and I didn't, you know, it, it, there wasn't any harsh language or rough tones. It was just kind of like matter of fact. Like this is the thing that we're here to do, and when we don't do that, it reflects poorly on the you know the brand as a whole. And we need to do what we can to minimize these kinds of things. So um, let's take this as a learning opportunity and, and not have it happen again. Yeah. Um, and there was also some stuff around um, just general resources and, um, again, just resetting expectations for next year. And it puts, I think, everybody in better footing. And um, we worked out some worked out some details that I think will are, are beneficial for everybody. And, um, we'll be able to go into 2020 completely clean slate, um, knowing our roles and and where we want to go next year. And I think it'll be good for everybody. It's very good. So very good. And I won't divulge further.
0: Well, there's no need it's handled,
1: right? So yeah, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Man, the, the, the thing about being your boss that sucks is the, is the being your own boss part. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's what i say
0: yeah yeah that's why i don't freelance as a developer anymore
1: yeah we're we're in the throes of doing you know prepping a product launch and that's all i can say about that Yep. uh <laughs> i don't know who listens but yeah it's uh tensions tensions are high hmm. spread it up for sure there you go but you know we've got We've got some free weekends that if something falls in our lap, we can take it. But otherwise, um, just lots of prep work for next year. Very good.
0: Very good. Well, we can start thinking now about our end of year recap episode of the uh, podcast.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we, you know, you and I should probably have that conversation as well. We've got, we definitely have goals, um, things that we wanted to accomplish. And we've accomplished some of them and not all of them. And yeah. we, you know, we got to, we got to keep at it. That's right the book didn't quite I go and edit a page or two every
0: now and then but yeah our momentum fell off on that
1: yeah we <laughs> I'm doing technical writing for for software manuals so um my creative <laughs> sort of written out <laughs> yeah I just don't have it um but that's something we're still planning on doing is releasing uh some kind of book in some sort of form factor and you know Looking at the numbers, I think it is perfectly realistic for us to triple our listenership um, within a year or less. Mm-hmm. I think actually within a year we could exponentially grow yeah. um, where we are right now. And I think, yeah, I mean, I'd love to be able to get more involved. I'm I'm trying to schedule, you know, meetups and, you know, really try to build the community, not just online, but in, in meet space, if you will. Yep. <laughs> So that's our hope for us for you know for this is for this um this group of guys to continually grow, and we're not trying to get huge and completely unmanageable. um we still like the fact that the people that are in this group contribute and we have these guys that are like committed to helping other members of the group and kind of sharing their knowledge and their of their success and that kind of thing um we don't need just countless numbers just to be big. We'd rather be good and stay that way. So, um, imagine it's possible to be both. Yeah, it it is, but it it definitely, there's a challenge there and I'm not going to fight growth, um, in any capacity other than, you know, if it's detrimental to the community that we've built.
0: Absolutely. Or it takes more management overhead than is, you know, consistent with good quality.
1: Uh, Yeah, totally right with you. But for you guys, um, ways that you could help us do that is to go into your podcast platform of choice and leave us a review, um, share episodes in Facebook groups that you are in that we may not be in, um, share the podcast with, uh, friends of yours. Um, you know, people who you think would benefit from this kind of information. I feel like, you know, while it is musician focused, there's a lot of good stuff here outside of that realm that might be interesting to other people. And just you know, continue to let this let the good word out spread it around, help all y'all make more money and such,
0: yeah, get it all up on everybody
1: word well, that's all I got you too, guys, thanks again for your continued support um we get you know we got a couple of emails that came in today um and we love getting them, and if we get enough of them, we can do an entire episode of just uh, use, use guys' <laughs> submissions and questions, so keep them coming. Um, and uh, yeah, we love it. Thanks a lot. From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Coverband Confidential Podcast, episode 76. Have a great week.